This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Believe it or not, it is Championship Sunday with two pretty juicy matchups with the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes trying to get to the Super Bowl against my old quarterback, Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. Then in Game 2, the juicier of the matchups, it is Aaron Rodgers against the team he grew up rooting for with Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers. And look, this guy is back with a vengeance. He's been money for us all year. He had a down week last week. It happens. Trust me, I've had plenty of down weeks all year. So I guess he could join the club from Chicken Dinner Podcast from NBC Sports Chicago to help us break down Championship Sunday. Sam Panionovich. Sam, my boy. What's shaking, bro? JJ, what's going on, man? It's good to be with you live. Full disclosure, usually we tape this earlier and then re-air it in the morning, but I haven't been able to sleep since I saw these. I know you want to talk football, but, dude, I haven't been able to sleep since I saw these 2017 Altuve postseason split. Have you seen these home-and-away splits yet? Oh, they're disgusting, they're sickening, and do you want to see Jose Altuve's reaction after the hanging slider from Aroldis Chapman? I don't know about you, Sam. I hit a walk-off homer. The last thing I'm doing as I'm about to round home plate is, like, feeling myself, and I'm worried about what's going on, and don't touch me. Come on, man. That is as fishy and as shaky as it gets. And maybe you've already given these numbers out. If you haven't, though, I'm going to read them off real quick. He played 30 or 36 at-bats at home, hit 472, six homers, 12 RBIs, OPS of 1,500. Take it to 35 away at-bats, hit 143, one homer, two RBIs, and an OPS under 300. If that isn't crystal clear what's going on with the Houston Astros, I mean, God, when we were going to talk football, but... Yesterday just wouldn't quit. It was one of those wild days on the Internet. It started with Jess Mendoza and that god-awful take. It goes into El Tuve, then Beltran, and now we have rumors on Mike Trout getting dragged through the mud. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't comprehend how many storylines we had yesterday in baseball. And you're right, it really has taken away the thunder uh, from Championship Sunday of the NFL. It's wild. Real quick on the totals that came out in Vegas a few days ago. Would you be very concerned about an Astros total with all the stuff that's going on? We know it's going to be a crazy high number. We'll see who the next manager is going to be. Do you think that the Astros are a team that is an immediate cross-off as far as playing the over-under, or do you have a strong feel on them? Yeah, I crossed the Houston Astros off. I, I just don't know. and You can still bet this stuff in Vegas. They actually haven't taken it down yet, which to me is sort of amazing. I see 97 right now at Caesars, I and mean, you have different numbers at different places, right? FanDuel, DraftKings, and then you're going to get the Westgate, South Point in Vegas. They're going to throw these up eventually. But yeah, at 97, God, does that seem high with uh, all the repercussions that could follow through. And, and if we're talking about suspensions for players, 
um, if this is still available. Uh, remember we had that pick earlier this year with Bears and Lions on Thanksgiving, and we, we knew, you and I both knew that David Blau was going to play, but they hadn't ruled out Matt Stafford yet. And I said, look, J.J., if you know something is going to happen, you have to kind of bet ahead of the move. And we, you and I picked the Bears. I think we laid two or three, and they ended up winning by four, but the spread closed six. Well, we knew that the Lions were not going to have starter one or starter two, that they were going to have David Blossom. We bet the Bears at the right time. If you believe in your little heart that the Astros are going to have Altuve and Bregman, and if these guys are going to get suspended for, I don't know if it's a month or two months or whatever, if you think that the hammer is going to fall and you can find a 97 right now on the Astros, it's hard not to go under. I'll tell you the one thing, though. That the, my favorite total, I think, is this Cub total, and then we can move on to football. 86. The fact that that number is 86, it tells the whole story here because you have a rotation that's only getting older. You have a captain in Anthony Rizzo who's upset that he hasn't been extended. You have one-year contracts for Bryant, Schwarber, Contreras, and Baez. Not to mention you have a rookie manager that has to hold that locker room together. That, that, the fact that that Cub team that's won 90 pretty much every single year the last five and the total is only 86, that's not a good sign for the Cubs. I think that Cub under is my favorite. That window's about to slam shut. Yeah, I'm with you a thousand percent there and a much improved National League Central. Okay, my friend, let's get the championship Sunday. Let's start in the AFC. Tennessee has been the darling of this postseason. They win in New England. They stun everybody by going to Baltimore and they beat the Baltimore Ravens. Your initial thoughts, Sam, when the Titans go into Baltimore and win and then we see what happens with the Chiefs and the Texans, is this line basically where you thought it was going to be at seven, seven and a half, give or take? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. I mean, you have to give Mahomes the benefit of the doubt. That guy, he just doesn't flinch. I mean, how do you go down 24 to nothing? And then all of a sudden at halftime, you're up 28 to 24. That just, it doesn't compute in my brain. And, and this goes back to a conversation you and I had before the playoffs where I, I said I thought the Chiefs were the best team in football. If we made this line, though, before the postseason, if, if I were to tell you, all right, Chiefs are playing the Titans, you probably would have said this number was nine, maybe 10. Uh, so the number has to come down a little bit because now you have people that are just riding this Titan train. They took them against the Patriots. That was a popular pick. They cashed. People took them against the Ravens, popular pick. So now it's almost like it's kind of cheap uh, to play Kansas City at home here, uh, only laying a touchdown. Opened up seven in the hook right away. People came in, swooped up the hook. That hook went away. So now it's minus seven. Uh, and, of course, with every Kansas City game, people bet the over. Total open 51 and a half. Now it's 53. I, I, I don't like either of these games. I'm, I'm, I'm literally throwing the white flag in on this round because I think, I just don't think there's any value, um, with the numbers that I made. But doesn't it kind of feel cheap where you only have to lay seven with the best player in football? That's what I'm thinking, Sammy. It does seem like a very favorable number for Kansas City. But I think it's Vegas, to your point, respecting the Tennessee Titans. And I think you have to. The key in that game, Sam, it's going to be very simple early. If Tennessee gets Derrick Henry going and they're running their offense and they're playing ball control, they're absolutely going to be in the game. But what you have to wonder about with the Titans, and if you're going to play the Titans plus seven or plus seven and a half, if they fall behind early and they have to abandon the run how in the world are they covering the number? Long story short, they're not, and I think that's the handicap to the game. And I think these are correlated 
sides and totals. I think if you like Kansas City, you probably like the over uh, because you think they're going to jump ahead and put a lot of points on the board. Conversely, if you like Tennessee, you probably like the ground and pound. You probably like Derrick Henry's rushing yards over. I saw like 118 and a half, and you probably like the under because Mike Rabel is going to try and do everything in his power, and their offensive staff is going to try and just run and milk that clock so that Mahomes has to sit on the side. Like You probably like Kansas City in the over, and other people probably like uh, Titans in the under. I will tell you this. I saw this stat the other day that every single game so far in the playoffs has pretty much gone under except for that Titans or the uh, Texas Chiefs game. That was one of the first ones that went over, 51-31. to 31. But there have been a lot of unders. And the other thing, and this is always true in the NFL playoffs and in college basketball in March Madness, it's almost like the spread doesn't matter. You just pick the winner. Um, the spread has barely mattered. Like, if you like the dog, they've won the game outright. If you like the favorite, they win and they cover. It's, it's funny how that always works out when we get to the playoffs. We got Sam Pettyanovich, NBC Sports Chicago Chicken Dinner Podcast, getting through the ins and outs of Championship Sunday as we look ahead to not only the Titans and the Chiefs, but, Sammy, we got a juicy NFC title game. The Packers do what they need to do against Seattle. I don't know how in the world the Packers went 13-3. and They beat Seattle, and now they're one win away from the Super Bowl. Look, from a football standpoint, the Niners are the more complete team. They were throughout the regular season. They dominate the Vikings. We both were on the wrong side of that game. But I look at Green Bay and the first matchup, and I actually think the Packers playing in San Francisco, getting embarrassed by San Francisco, helps them. Am I crazy to say that, that it helps them now the second time around, especially with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? It's very rare that a team gets throttled twice in the same season, and it's even more rare when a team loses the same way that they did in the first meeting. So, yeah, could Green Bay lose this game by 10 or 14? Of course they could. But I think now that you have the film on this offense, and I'll promise you that they have been studying this game ever since they played this game. And I think the one part about the Packers, where if you look at their schedule, look how they've played over the last you know, six or eight weeks, it's really been the defense that, that has really come to play. I mean, after they give up what they lose, 37-8 to eight, uh, in that game with the Niners, their defense has really been shored up. They give up 13, 15, 13, 10, 20. Um, and then in the postseason, they only give up 23 to the Seahawks. Now that's a bigger number than it's been. Uh, but they've really been able to shore up a couple things. So I think in some weird way, that San Francisco beatdown helped them film-wise fix a couple of issues and a couple of gaps. I, I, if I had to make one pick this week, I just think this total is too high because I really think both defenses are better than people think. Um, and I think Garoppolo and Rodgers are going to have their struggles against that defense. This total opened 44 and a half. I'm going to wait this out. I see 46 and a half. If it gets to 47, I'm going to hit that under. And I'll tell you that right now because I just think this game is going to be 20 to 17 either way, uh, 21 to 18, something something in the high 30s. Uh, I think 47, if I could get a 47, that's a key number, 27-20, it's going to push. I think that's too many points in Green Bay, San Francisco. Sammy, you know everybody and their mother is going to tease down San Francisco and Kansas City. When those lines came out, it was the obvious two-team tease. And because of that, Sam, I wouldn't play that as a two-team tease. I think one of the big favorites is losing the game outright. I really do. I wouldn't fight you on that. And I know you're up against it. I wanted to throw something at you real quick. This is one of my favorite uh, 
favorite conversations that I have. I don't know if you caught this. They put up in the global markets, they put up the national anthem length, and they put up a number on my girl, Demi Lovato. Have you seen it? Minute 56. I have not, so please enlighten on this, Sam. Please share. What? One minute, 56 seconds is the number. So that's the over-under that you can bet. And this is not a Vegas bet. This is more of an offshore-type bet. Uh, but we know people do what they want to do, and they can find this. Uh, so it, when you start the first note to the end of the last note, one minute and 56 seconds. Uh, last year's went over, I believe, by two seconds. Uh, usually the, the anthem is around two minutes. But this takes me back to my favorite story. And I can never bet the under on an anthem again because Jennifer Hudson, about three or four years ago, I had the under 204. She was at like a buck 47, man, and she held free for about 26 I seconds. I remember that well. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm sitting in my house, and I got my iPhone, and I'm watching it on my stopwatch, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> She's holding free, and then she wraps it up. And oh, no, brave. But it went over by one second, so she held freaking free. For 26. I knew you'd love that one. Sammy, there is nothing more stressful than starting your Super Bowl, taking the national anthem, a tradition unlike any other. I appreciate the insight. And if you had to play these games, Sam, I know you don't love them. Who would you be on Sunday? I'm just going to play one. I guess I just talked myself into it. It's 46 and a half right now in a couple places. I would wait for a 47. Uh, but I do like the under Green Bay, San Francisco. Too many points. I think the defenses are better than the offenses. And uh, this would be a close game, probably decided by a field goal. So I like the under Green Bay, San Francisco. Uh, under 46 and a half. If you have a 47, good on you. Sammy, good stuff, bro. We will chat in two weeks. Enjoy the games on Sunday, all right? All right, brother. Talk to you. They have it. The great Sam Panionovich staying up late live. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.